0: We've got a fun episode for you today. Uh, Ray and I are in Las Vegas for a conference, and we are saying don't gamble with your retirement. Uh, so we're going to walk you through a story. I played blackjack last night, a loss of money, and we want to kind of walk you through what, what, it, what we need to consider when it comes to a retirement investment
1: strategy, retirement financial plan, and why not to gamble with it. Yeah. If you are listening to this and maybe you wanted to read up about these different things that we're talking about, you can go to our website, pomwealth.net, go to the blog page. We have an article written on this very topic. If you'd like to talk to us, you can go to the website top right hand corner, click on schedule call and our calendar comes right up. We do this absolutely complimentary. We're glad to hop on a phone call with you, answer any questions you have about this episode or any other things that you might be concerned about in retirement. But before we get into this episode, we have a very quick disclosure. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information
0: only, not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Enjoy the show.
2: Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stancil and Merce Tariq.
1: Welcome to Secure Your Retirement podcast. Uh, today is a little bit of a different kind of episode that we wanted to talk to you about. And the reason why it's a little different is Merce and I are at a conference in Las Vegas. Now, many people come to Las Vegas to gamble. And they sit down. Last night we were down in the casino area, and you see all these people and they're doing all these different things trying to gamble. And for the most part, people gamble money that they can afford to lose. Uh, you do have folks that have addictions or problems with gambling, and they will even risk things that they should not risk because of that. But we thought it'd be kind of a of a little bit of a play on Las Vegas since we're here and kind of talk a little bit about maybe our retirement plan and our investing in particularly in retirement and kind of how that correlates to this actual topic of investing, of, uh, of gambling. So Merce, can you want to take the first one here that we were going to talk about?
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think the, the, the idea of gambling in Vegas. So uh, for anyone listening, I am not a good gambler. I uh, will play poker with friends and that's just for fun. But when I'm in a place like Vegas, I come to the uh, come to it with something in mind that I'm okay with giving up X amount of dollars, right? And so last night I went and just for fun played on the blackjack tables. Um, and I said, I've got a hundred bucks and that's all I've got to spend on gambling in Vegas because I just don't like gambling. It's, it's something that is Uh, I'm not good at I don't understand the games. I haven't taken the time to get good at those things and but it's something that I want to experience every now
1: and then. So I did it and within ten minutes I lost my hundred bucks. Well that's what I was gonna ask you. I was gonna ask you, did you (laughs) did you lose it or not? And uh man, you went through it in ten minutes. That's
0: I went through it pretty quickly. It was, uh, you know, and there's I can understand what, the addiction piece of it because for a moment there I was up, I was, and I was doing pretty good. And I think that correlates a lot to the stock market as well, where the, we we got we got to have a bit of this. What conversations that we have with clients is all around risk and reward, and I think internally we need to start understanding that as well, especially as we transition closer to retirement. Because like take me, I'm 36 and I've got, I would say, a pretty decent risk tolerance uh, because I'm younger. I've got a lot of years ahead of me uh, as far as my earning capacity, my ability to save. And so I'm okay rolling the dice here and there on certain investments or certain types of things. But as we get older, and not necessarily the age aspect of it, but the aspect of the ability to earn and save starts to dwindle as we get older. That's when we start to say, okay, well, we're getting closer to this this figment of imagination of retirement that's been in our eyes for so long. And now here we are, maybe five, 10 years away, and we're getting closer and closer to this thing that's been built up so nicely in our minds of the perfect retirement. And naturally, I think we start to adjust. So risk and reward, I think, is a big thing that we have to start understanding. Uh, And, you know, I think it changes over time uh, through, through age, but also through life experiences. So, you know, take someone that could be we have some clients that are in their 80s and they could be considered a rather aggressive investor. And if I ask them about their their history or where they you know where they came from, a lot of times that person is a business owner, uh, and then you can all also have someone that's in their fifties that is a very very conservative investor that doesn't want anything to do with the stock market. And when he asks about their life experiences and their history, uh, a lot of times the story is I got burned way too often by one or two different stocks or a two thousand eight cycle. I just don't want to deal with it again, right? So I think having that conversation and understanding. What's my risk and what is my potential reward and what am I comfortable with? Because when we're investing, particularly in the stock market, in order to earn, there is a chance of loss. And so getting down into the nitty gritty of what, you know, what is that potential for loss? What are we willing? What are we comfortable with? And at the end of the day, what is going to provide someone peace of mind uh, as they go into retirement? that's how we start to talk about developing these risk managed investment strategies for our clients. So risk and reward is a huge piece. And just like Vegas, it can be be a lot of fun, but also there there can be times where it's not so fun.
1: All right. We're going to look at the second one here, which we're going to basically uh, is uncertainty. Now, when you come to Vegas, if you do what Merce did last night, he probably sat down thinking, I am going to win but he was still uncertain. He probably doesn't know how to play the game very well. Uh, it doesn't know exactly you know, h- how he should go about the, the whole process. Well, that's a, a thing that happens with folks uh, and what their concerns are with retirement. They are uncertain. They've never lived through retirement before. We only do it once. Most people, you know, they retire and now they're saying, well, how am I gonna pay the bills? Where am I gonna get my income from? How am I gonna deal with taxes? And so we feel that you can though with your retirement, and your investment strategy have predictability and certainty. You'll hear some people maybe even in gambling and they'll say, if you know how to play, you can actually beat the house. And we'll watch people sometimes who play, uh, who will gamble and they are pretty good at it because they understand a certain set of rules around that. And we do the same thing in our retirement planning firm. We're helping clients lay out and understand the rules of retirement so that their money doesn't <clears throat> run out before they uh, are not here anymore. Their, their money lasts as long as they they do. And then also, they we also make even things like taxes and, and investment more certain because there's a plan in place. So you don't have to look at retirement and investing the same way you would the other uh, avenue of gambling and being uncertain.
2: I hope that you are enjoying the show.
1: this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out.
0: All right. Our next one is instant gratification versus just having a good long-term strategy. Um, and I think the 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 easy way for a lot of people to kind of picture this one, it would be uh, you know, back in twenty twenty during the pandemic. Uh there was a, a big uprising of this, this thing called meme stocks, right? Uh, Bed Bath & Beyond was a big one. There's a couple others that, you know, this uh, other term that got really developed is FOMO, which is fear of missing out. Um, and so you would hear, I mean, every day articles on MarketWatch, Yahoo Finance, any anywhere that you listen to news, they're talking about these stocks and how people are just jumping in and, and, uh, uh riding on the coattails of this market this particular stock going way way up and unfortunately uh, a lot of those investors got burned at the very end of it uh because of how the stock was uh volatile and people started cashing out and a lot of people lost money uh, and there was a bunch of issues around uh, jumping in on the bandwagon on stocks. So there, that, that, what I'm getting at here is there, there is a lot of fun in making money, obviously, uh, and there is that instant gratification of uh, day trading to a degree what we truly believe in though is having a little bit more of a longer term view when it comes to investing. Uh, you, I think we've all heard the story of, you know, if you, you, you save a couple bucks a month and, and, uh, the power of, uh, compounding growth, that long-term strategy works because it's, you've got time on your side. And so sticking with that to a degree and coming up with an overall plan, I think a lot of times Raina and I, we talk about, uh, the the best way to structure retirement when it comes to investments, as well as when it comes to an an uh, an income type of strategy, is we look at different buckets of money. Not all the money should be exposed to market volatility, so we call it growth, and then we call it safety or our income buckets, and. Having a nice balance of that to me, that's a very good long-term strategy. We've got some money that's not going to be making twenty percent a year. That's our safety money. That's our income uh, place where we, we we are going to draw draw uh, draw our funds off of, and where you know that's a reliable place. You know, if it makes four, five, six. Percent Over the next 10 years or so it's doing its job because it comes with certain guarantees. We're never worried about this money going down if S&P has a bad year, or it's down 20 or 30%. And then on the other side, then when we have that piece in place, our income is covered for the next 10 to 20 years. Now, now with the rest of the money, we can go say, okay, let's let's do this Vegas-like type of investment structure a little bit. Let's take a little bit of a gamble on the stock market because our major needs for the next 10 to 20 years are covered. So if the market's down 20% in a year, it hurts, obviously, but it's not hurting our actual retirement financial plan because we've got things thought out in a longer-term structure. Over time, very likely, that growth bucket is going to make some money. But in between, in certain cycles, are there going to be issues Absolutely. Volatility is going to be here and it's here to stay. So having a longer term sound strategy rather than trying to chase
1: a return every single day or year over year in the long run makes a lot of sense in my eyes. Yeah, I'm going to jump down to our next topic here of diversification. And the reason why it kind of plays on the topic you were just talking about, Merce, is that, you know, a good, uh, what they're going to call it, savvy gambler, they say will spread their bets around multiple games or multiple, give themselves more odds by not just having one game that they're going to play. Uh, we do the same thing. Uh, although we're not gambling in our essence, we are mm-hmm. using what Merce talked about, which is those multi buckets. So if you think about this idea, if I have a portfolio that's in, invested in the market and it's diversified across different aspects aspects of the market with a good risk management a uh, team in place where that you can prevent significant loss. And then on the other side, you've got that bucket that's going to provide my income. I'm not that worried if I'm going into it with a mentality that if the market's down a little bit, I'm not, I'm not bothered by it because I have all my income and safety coming in. I don't have to stress. I can allow that to come back and not make an emotional, uh, reaction to something that we know, over time, the stock market's going to go up. Sometimes, though, that takes a little bit of time. But we know over time, it's going to go up. And so we don't have to allow ourselves to get all emotional and sell out before we uh, should. Yeah. And the next piece here I want to talk about is uh, the the
0: psychological aspect of, of gambling or making money. And it, like I said earlier, it can be fun. It can be stressful. It can be not fun at all. And uh, there's periods of time where, you're gonna to have to deal with that in the stock market. Um, go back to my my night last night on the on the blackjack table. Like I said, I came to the table knowing exactly the amount of money that I wanted to spend. And I came to the table also knowing that if I lose this money, that's okay. I just have to keep my mind straight that I'm willing to walk away. Sometimes people get stuck and they say, I lost this and I know I was gonna stop there, but what's another hundred bucks? And very quickly that psychological aspect can start to compound on you. Um, so for me, what was happening yesterday at the blackjack table, I started great and I don't really know what I'm doing, but I just started great part of poker, part of blackjack and gambling in general is just probability and odds. That's what cards are. And so I started off pretty great. Uh, I maybe started to get a little big headed that, Hey, I've actually figured this out. And the second I got there is when I started to lose money. Um, and if I didn't have that plan in place ahead of time, I could have potentially gone down a bad path. Um And so there's this thing in investing and and in the world of what we do, called behavioral finance, that sometimes we do make bad decisions just based off of the the things that are happening right in that moment. And that's one of the things we want to avoid. having a sound strategy in place before that bad thing happens. Let's just take a step back and say, okay, well, we planned for this, right? We developed this longer term investment strategy with these different buckets in mind, because we knew at some point I was going to lose some money on the blackjack table, or I was going to lose some money in the stock market, right? Because it's inevitable. Over time, will we make money in the stock market, yes, very likely, highly likely. That's just how the history of the stock market has been. But now that we've got chips in different buckets all of a sudden, when we do have that tougher year in the stock market, we're not as worried because we plan for it ahead of time. So going into uh, investing, going into retirement with a, a plan of action and kind of stay, staying that course, I'm not saying we don't make tweaks along the way, but staying that course and, uh, and also taking the time to reevaluate makes your outcomes, I think, way, way better. Because again, you know, I could have sat at the table and just kept putting $100 bills in and uh, that would have resulted in me losing every single dollar there, as well as some very tough conversations with my wife too. So uh, I went to it with a plan and at the end of the day, I lost the hundred
1: bucks, but I don't feel bad about it because I knew exactly what I was doing. So uh, I thought we could just wrap this up by this way. I know that some of these games are extremely complicated as well. If you walk in, there's some that are simple, but if you've never gambled before, or you've never played some of these games. It it, would, it is very helpful if you were to utilize somebody who already knows how to play it, and then they tell you how to play it. And if they guide you, it really helps out your odds in making sure that that works. And so in this idea of retirement, and by the way, we are not saying gamble in retirement. What we're saying is don't gamble, uh, but also work with somebody who knows what's going on. You know, it, you take, for example, whether it's Mercer or myself or uh, our firm, or another firm, work with somebody who can tell you how to do something. Uh, You know, how do you set up an income plan? How do you set up an investment strategy? How do I deal with taxes? How do I deal with Medicare and long-term care and social security? And by having that help, it just makes everything go so much smoother and it helps you to have peace of mind. You don't have to worry. You don't have to stress. And you can just do the things that are more important and that's spend time with your family, have a good, nice retirement without all those things to think about. Anything else, Merce, before we wrap up? No,
0: I think I think that sums it up. I think, you know, no one's going to have the absolute perfect strategy. No one's going to be able to make you money every single year. But there are advantages to having someone that's got some experience and knows how to navigate not just investing, but taxes, uh, uh, income strategies, withdrawal strategies, uh, uh, donation strategies, all these different things that I think are important to retirees. It is helpful to have that person in your pocket, just like you said, right? If I was to walk into the blackjack table knowing nothing about the game um, very quickly I'm going to lose my money but if I have someone in my corner that's coaching me along the way and helping redirect when there are issues well all of a sudden the whole game changes considerably so uh, just some food for thought there
1: all right if you got any questions and you'd like to talk to us feel free to go to our website top right hand corner click on schedule call. Uh, our calendar comes right up. We would love to spend some time with you, answering your questions, getting to know you. Uh, if you're uh, not, if you're already a client, you got some questions, that's uh, good to talk to you as well. We hope you have a great week. We'll talk to you again next Monday.
2: All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network, so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are. And now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.